0: Hi, I'm Associate Pastor Ryan French, and we're so glad you're listening to the Apostolic Tabernacle Church podcast. We hope this teaching and preaching resource is a blessing. We'd love to pray for you. If you'd like to submit a prayer request, you can do so by visiting our website, www.aptabupc.com. Just click the prayer request tab in the menu. You can also support this ministry with an offering at the website as well, or by texting the word GIVE to 678-846-6522. Again, that's 678-846-6522. If you live in the Atlanta area, we'd be honored to see you in one of our services. We'll invite you right into our church family and make you feel right at home. Tabernacle live stream service. I want to begin by requesting very special prayer and having a word of prayer for our beloved Uh, Sister Cole, she has been diagnosed with COVID-19 and seems to have the COVID pneumonia in both lungs. Uh, We know she's a strong, godly, prayerful lady, and so we're trusting God for her. But I'm asking uh, this congregation and our church family and extended family to help us pray that God would sustain her and heal her body. Pastor and Sister French are both battling COVID-19 As we speak, they are uh, doing fairly well, actually. Their symptoms are uh, on the mild side, uh, but they are quite weak and exhausted. I myself have been battling COVID-19. I think I'm on the the upside of it. Please pray for my wife, who has been uh, much sicker than I have, and my son Talmadge was diagnosed with COVID as well. He seems to be doing just fine. Thank the Lord. Brother Nathan has COVID-19, and we want to pray for him. He's been having some difficulty breathing, and uh, he did receive some treatments for that, and the Lord's been helping him lift him up in prayer. Also, their son Ezra has been very sick with an ear infection, and uh, Jackson French has been very sick with hand, foot, and mouth disease, and uh, so just a lot of sickness going around right now. And we want to lift all of you up in prayer as well. I know there's others. We've been praying for the Osbournes. We've been praying for the Sims family. Uh, We've been praying for quite a few families. And forgive me, my my COVID brain is not allowing me to remember everything right now. But uh, we are lifting all of you up in prayer. I also want to let you know that as things stand right now, we do plan to resume in-person services this coming Sunday, a week from today. Wednesday will be live stream only, just like right now at 7.30 p.m. If all goes well, next Sunday we will be back for a live service. Now, having said that, we're very grateful to Brother Stan Frierson and his company DAPS Services. They're going to come and spray the entire church with a, a COVID disinfectant. And they're going to spray the whole building from top to bottom, and we're going to be sanitizing and cleaning in a in a very stringent way, and make sure that the building is safe uh, for us to gather in together. I know that some of you won't feel comfortable gathering uh, quickly, but we are going to ask the Lord to help us to gather together again very soon. Now, as you know, it's it's difficult in this in this season to give. We've had to cancel a lot of in-person services and uh, you're not really able to just drop by the church right now and, and bring an offering. So let me give you the three ways that you can stay faithful during this, uh, this season of having to be virtual and online. The easiest way is you can go to the website. You can go to aptabupc.com forward slash give, and you can give online. You can text the word give to six seven eight eight four six six five Two, two. Again, text the word GIVE to 678-846-6522. But if you'd rather send a check, you can always mail an offering in your tithes to P.O. Box. So address at the Apostolic Tabernacle, P.O. Box 85, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. Again, I'll repeat that for you. You can mail tithes or Offerings to Apostolic Tabernacle, P.O. Box 85, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. Thank you for being faithful in this time. Uh, It's greatly appreciated. We love you all very much. Let's have a word of prayer for these names that I've mentioned. I'm going to pray for you and let's ask God to help us. Lord, in the name of Jesus, right now, I pray for Sister Cole. I pray that you'd reach into her sick room and touch her body. I pray that you'd take the COVID from her lungs. I pray that you'd give her the ability to breathe deeply, God. I pray for her oxygen levels, Lord, that they would rise. I pray for Pastor and Sister French right now, Lord. Heal their bodies. Strengthen them. Encourage them today. Do the same for Brother Nathan, I ask God. Touch his body and heal him and Ezra and Jackson, Lord. Touch my wife, Taylor, God. Touch Talmadge today. Heal them, raise them up, and let them be well, I pray. And for everyone in this congregation that is sick and afflicted or battling uh, some level of sickness, I pray that you would heal them. I pray that you would save them. I pray that you would deliver them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And we put our trust completely in you today, God. All right, well, I want to jump into a a very brief sermon. And actually, I I originally wrote this um, for for the blog, ryanafrench.com. You can find it there. Uh, It's entitled, Surviving Your Way Into Revival. Surviving Your Way Into Revival. It sounds counterintuitive, and uh, I'm not going to spend long today but I really did feel the Lord laying it on my heart that this was a word that we need to hear uh, for a time such as this. So allow me to uh, put this thought in your heart and hopefully it will help you and encourage you. If you're looking at the recent past feeling like a loser because you just barely survived, and I think most of us look back at 2020 and uh, it just feels like a year of survival. A year that we, most of us, our testimony is we made it. We made it through 2020 and now we're in 21 and uh, it still feels like survival mode. But if that makes you feel like a loser or, or like somehow you're not what you ought to be in God, take a moment to remember that there's no such thing as revival without survival. In the end... Suffering through seasons of survival are the most remarkable victories you will ever achieve. I know that survival doesn't feel glamorous. Sometimes seasons of survival feel more like you're sitting on death row waiting for your last meal. And if you're anything like me, seasons of survival force you to swallow that nasty pride and accept that others will criticize your inability to thrive. And to make it worse, social media often causes survivors to feel like the last people on earth who aren't proudly standing on top of the world. We tend to post uh, our highest moments and hide our lowest moments. And if that's all you're seeing, it can be discouraging to you. The psalmist Asaph lamented that his feet almost slipped when he saw the wicked's prosperity. That's Psalm 73, 2 through 3. He almost gave up. He almost fell backward. He almost quit. But he went into the house of the Lord and remembered that temporary prosperity is a poor substitute for merely staying near to God. Staying near God is the key to survival in the worst of times. When you're gut punched and your whole world feels shaken, stay close to God. Stay in prayer. Stay in church. Stay submitted. Stay in the word, stay faithful. This is the key to overcoming survival mode and eventually transitioning in to thriving mode. Regardless of what life coaches, self-help gurus, and prosperity prophets teach, it's okay to be in survival mode. The Bible is full of ordinary heroes who endured horrific hardships, but they survived their way into revival. The woman with the issue of blood had to crawl her way to revival just to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. Noah spent over a year on a stinky ark surviving a worldwide flood. Jonah survived a mess of his own making. David spent eight long years surviving the murderous hatred of King Saul. Paul was shipwrecked, stoned, literally to death beaten, imprisoned, and survived vicious attack after vicious attack. The list is almost endless, but they all had one thing in common. They endured without quitting or giving up. Once you quit, the possibility for revival goes to zero. That's what the Bible means when it says, and having done all to stand, stand. Sometimes just standing takes more courage than moving forward. Refusing to give up in the face of crushing defeat takes more courage than winning with ease. Paul couldn't have known that revival was about to break out on the island of Malta while he was hanging on to broken shards of shipwreck. He just held on until the storm was over, and he faithed his way into unexpected revival. The Song of Solomon talks about how there is a season and a time for everything. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. There's a time to weep. There's a time to be joyful. There's a time to plant. There's a time to harvest. And he goes through almost every scenario that life can bring, how there's a time and a season. The only season that Solomon does not mention is a season of quitting. There is no quitting season in God. All there is is the ability to continue hanging on and trusting God. And as you move forward, trusting that the season will change. There's a cycle of life that runs throughout the stories of the Bible. If you you take a step back from the Word of God and look at the big picture, Genesis to Revelation, there's a cycle that repeats itself. And the same process plays out in our lives today. It goes like this. Surviving, reviving, thriving, and repeating. Surviving, reviving, thriving, and repeating the process. We're always in one stage of that cycle. There's never a guarantee of how long each stage of that cycle will last. Every mountain climber survives a valley. Everyone is either ascending or descending a mountain of victory. This realization is mildly depressing news for people thriving on mountaintops right now because it means they're not going to stay there forever. But it's terrific news for people surviving valleys. Thankfully, every valley prepares us for the next valley. And every mountain gives us confidence that we can get to another mountaintop eventually. So here's a little key to mentally and spiritually surviving the valleys. It seems overly simplistic and trite. It might even sound like a silly platitude, especially if you feel trapped in a dark, unforgiving survival stage. But if you could somehow grab this concept and keep it close, it will pull you through terribly difficult times. And if you stay faithful to God, you will look back and find that what I'm about to tell you is profoundly true. Are you ready for it? Here it is. Every valley is an opportunity for another victory. Let me say it this way. Every season of survival is another chance for fresh revival. You will be revived and you will thrive. And then the process will be repeated until we reach our pinnacle destination, which is heaven. In heaven, we will thrive forevermore. In the eternal presence of the Lord, where he shines as the light of the sun, and we bask in his glory, his majesty, and his holiness. Don't ever allow anyone or anything to make you feel like a loser because you're simply surviving. Survival is just the beginning of revival. When you're surviving, you're in the perfect position for God to work miracles on your behalf. Solomon wisely said, Whatsoever your hand findeth to do, Do it with all thy might, Ecclesiastes 9.10. Keep doing everything within your power and strength to do, and when you've reached your limit, God will step in and pick up your slack. You'll be hard-pressed to find any place in the Bible where God did something for someone that they could not have done for themselves. You'll be even harder-pressed to find an example where God did something for someone without requiring them to do something first. So, when you're weak, barely surviving, at the end of your rope, and you've done everything you can possibly do to stand, and you're standing in a Red Sea with no solutions, take heart. If you will just simply hold on, Miraculous Revival is right around the corner for your life, the life of your family, and for this church. I believe that in Jesus' name. Let me pray for you right now. Lord, we love you. Thank you so much for allowing us to go through the seasons of life, God. Sometimes we endure survival, and Lord, we know that survival is leading us into revival because this is how you work in times and seasons. We trust you in this season. We trust you in this time frame, God, and we know that you're bringing us through to great victory and miraculous power. We worship you today in Jesus' name, amen. Before I close out the live stream, I do want to say a very special thank you to all the kind uh, church family who's brought food to our door. I cannot tell you what a blessing it has been. It has truly been life-saving. And, uh, and those who brought medicine, Brother Turner Middleton brought some medicine by my house yesterday, and uh, I shouldn't start mentioning names. So many people, the Guevara's, um, the, uh, the Pinos, Brother and Sister Pace, Uh, So many kind people have just been a blessing and we thank you very, very, very much for that. We love you all. We're lifting you up in prayer and we'll see you on Wednesday at 7.30 right here at the live stream. God bless you.